Hello and welcome to YouTube's favorite comic book channel, Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. Before we dive into today's topic, I want to remind everybody that the last Saturday in July is Cartoonist Kayfabe Comic Book Christmas in July. Take your uh, extra comics, take your free comics, your comp copies, and put them in those local lending libraries that dot all these neighborhoods everywhere. Last year we did it for the first time. We saw a thousand pictures of those little lending libraries with comic books facing out. And uh, we know people are going to those libraries because they're readers. Let's put some comic books in front of them and see if we can't make a few new comic book readers. And let's make it bigger and better than last year. Last year was awesome. We can do better. We all have some, some good comics that we could put in front of other readers and make some new comic book readers. Also, we are going to be at Heroes Con next weekend. So come by our tables, wear your cartoonist kayfabe shirts and merchandise. And uh, if you're looking for any of those variant covers, any obscure comics from our past, artwork, prints, everything that you want from cartoonist kayfabe will be at Heroes Con. So we look forward to meeting a bunch of you in person. Today we're looking at Heavy Metal Presents Outland. You guys have this in your collection on your shelves at home? I bet you don't because this is a custom built book. Only three copies exist. Want to thank cartoonist K Faber Keith because he was uh, wanting to make a collection of these and he bought all the heavy metal issues where Outland uh, was printed and thought about pulling out those pages and binding them and decided he didn't want to destroy those heavy metal magazines. So he scanned them and decided he was going to make his own uh, edition. And you can see it's this nice, handsome, hardcover, nicely bound book, a little bit oversized. And, uh, Keith was thinking of the cartoonist Kayfabe Faithful, and you know what he came up with? Maybe I'll make three copies and send two of them into cartoonist Kayfabe headquarters. I encourage everybody watching this to do the same whenever you're making books. Absolutely. Because uh, I love seeing them. And legit, you know, like he makes it like it's a real book. So Take a look at the inside uh, cover. So, so we have his uh, keithperkinsart.com and uh, at, key, at KH Perkins is his Instagram. So shouts to Keith. I, I see him pop up in the comments. Uh, you know, every every now and then. And uh, listen, man, uh, years ago, Tom put together the, the rest of his heavy metals for Outland that he needed, and he did pull out yes. those pages. Like, he pulled out those pages and did, like, a little, his own binding, you know? Uh, this is much cleaner. Yeah. Because when that Outland, the earliest parts of that Outland, that was still when heavy metal was kind of good. Like, you, you might be fucking up some good stuff. Hate to cut up heavy metal, yeah. especially from those early couple of years. I think it's 82, 81, 82 is when those ran. So like you say, great issues. And Outland, of course, is an adaptation of a Sean Connery movie. So you see kind of how he built this cover up. And uh, let's just dive in and, and kind of refresh. We have a pretty in-depth video yeah. of this that you guys can go back and really get into. But um, I like to see what people put together whenever they're doing a movie. You know, these pages aren't in the heavy metal originals. Right, yeah. Like, this Storenko isn't the guy, the Storenko that made it. Like, like it was that, like, Pompadour, Andrew Dice Clay-looking Storenko that was making that shit. Uh, is this Keith Perkins doing doing a kind of a uh, Star Wars kind I'm of gimmick? I'm not sure. It may be. It's the exact lettering that's in the comic that's that's like on the, like the subsequent pages like i don't know where this stuff comes from either there was a preview issue before the actual it's like a four issue is the main part in heavy metal yeah but there was a preview before that in heavy metal and so like you're getting all of it you know like these are preview stuff you can see and now we're getting into the uh july 1981 chapter of it i was i was thinking about movie adaptations and shit and it's like of course star wars Star Wars like saves Marvel Comics in the 70s with with their adaptation. It was super, super successful. And then, you know, these National Lampoon guys, they start making moves and uh, they start doing, you know, collected movie adaptations. There's there's Alien by Walt Simonson. 
the uh, Flying Dutchman of uh, the Kubert School did that uh, Spielberg joint. Was it called 1941? Yeah, 1941. Okay, yeah. Like, uh, there's video games of like 1942. I'm like, oh, which is which? <laughs> um, they did that. There was uh, a couple others maybe that, that the Nat Lamp dudes put together. And then uh, this Outland one. Um, do you ever listen to Video Archives podcasts, uh, the Tarantino, uh, oh, yeah, Roger Avery joint? Oh, yeah, I have a couple of those. When they talk about Star Wars and, like, what Star Wars did, how that affected things, it turned every studio on its ear because none of those other studios had anything on the schedule that was anything remotely like Star Wars. So they had to, like, rush some, some shit out there, you know? And uh, I feel like this might be, you know, this have, might have benefited from that. It's much later, you know, it's probably around uh, um, Return of the Jedi time when this thing comes out. But what is interesting, because I was reading about it, I was curious about the genesis of the flick. Um, and I've been listening to audio commentaries a lot lately. And I listened to um, the Catherine Bigelow Near Dark audio commentary. And it sort of parrots some of the stuff that the that the screenwriter of this say in that they wanted near dark and they wanted um outland it was they were written as westerns mm-hmm. and uh near uh, this flick outland is early enough in that time in the 80s where it's still the sci-fi buzz so they fabricate a science fiction plot on top of this western story that that they wanted to yes. tell so that they could sell it so that you could make something of it and then near dark is like later 80s after the slashers come out and dominate so they take their western story and they turn it to a vampire tale so that's that's kind of the genesis of this um it feels so cold you know like but it's it's a cold story i've never seen the movie and it always makes me wonder because i think the art for this is sublime yeah you know it's almost all two-page spreads you know and we cover this again in greater depth in another video but I, even going through this many times that I've been through it, I can't help pausing on some of this stuff. I think of perspective grids yeah. and what he's drawing on here. It feels like this has to be one of the all-time great adaptations. You know, Steranko hadn't been doing comics for a long time, like yeah. a decade or more. So, like, to come out and do something like this, and it feels so ambitious visually. Yeah. And, you know, to be in heavy metal is, like, a cool placement. It's just a wild project, and it's hard for me to understand why there's not an English edition of this in print somewhere. Like you mentioned, you know, the 1941s, the alien, all these different kind of cool, almost European like adaptations, you know, these book size. Why doesn't this exist in that format? Totally. Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by uh, the books that we make, but there's also a Patreon. King Kayfabers on that Patreon get all of the videos uh, before anybody else completely mitigates that Kayfabe effect, and they have access to our uh, weekly stream uh, where we create each of the episodes, completely removing the Kayfabe effect from uh, existence for them. Uh, The videos are brought to you by the books that we make. You're looking at a good sample of our bibliography, but we have some additions to this, man. We never stop working. Jimmy's going to have Street Angel Princess of Poverty coming to you this summer. It is a companion piece to Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive. Uh, it's different material. It's from uh, Jim's pre-image days, and you have both volumes. You're going to have all of uh, the Street Angel content that Jimmy has created to date. I'm going to have forthcoming the Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus is coming to you. I just got the cover proofs. Look at that. Look at that gleam. Look at that gleam. 504 pages. Look at the size of that spine. That's a lot of comics in that book. Uh, 
comprises all four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree, 140 pages of new material that uh, is not uh, has not been seen in any of the other volumes at this point. And I drew a bunch of new stuff for this comic. Also, there is a uh, X-Men Grand Design trade paperback coming out that's going to have all three volumes of X-Men uh, Grand Design comprised into one volume. Uh, it's a trade paperback coming to you in time for the holidays, just like the Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus. And Red Room uh, is my new series. Red Room Crypto Killers Issue 1 is out in the wild, coming out on a monthly basis. Here's issue, the cover for Issue 2, Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game in Red Room Comics. There are two trade paperbacks without that out in the wild as we speak. Now that we're done paying the bills, back to the video. It's funny because this uh, this would be at Chuck E. Cheese when I was like 80, 1988, probably. Right, yeah. I remember playing that shit. One of the first guys I ever talked to, this is one that we talked about, I remember, about like the circle motifs, you know, even in the word balloons, so you really get to see Steranko shining and, and kind of thinking about page layouts and spreads and shapes and all this kind of stuff. But one of the first guys that I ever sat down and really talked comic shop with was Ernie Steiner, highly influenced by this stuff probably the first time I saw this stuff you know right. like this is one of those where it's like a comic that's exceptional but hard to find that I was lucky to see early even I think gave me some photocopies of it when I was like 16 so to have access to this early on was like what the heck is this this was one of those of, of chess when everybody else is playing checkers totally man and and uh, you know this is something I discovered way late into the game uh when when you know Tom was in his uh see this is prime Steranko to me man this yeah, is like phenomenal. allow allow some white you know, stark red, stuff. blue, yep. like it could be straight out of uh, Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah, well said, for sure. A and panels within panels that aren't all like broken out into panels. You don't need a panel border here, you know, like this is a panel, that's a moment. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, smart creator, man. Oh, yeah. Smart creator. And the color really does just shine all throughout this. It's funny because, like, this green is almost like some of the stuff that he does in that Death of Captain America set of issues. Right. Like playing around with these greens and stuff. And allowing for like that way he's pulling out his whole bag of tricks because like we even seen like the jack kirby kind of steranko shit that he would do like on his x-men so he's pulling out all the hits uh the the line art is so interesting because like it's it's a very it is a dead line yeah even the line art on the character on the characters and stuff yeah i think about this like um when chandler came out do you remember the year on chandler i think it's the 70s early 70s or i, I don't know because i wonder that. like is that the last comics before this you know and he does that in pencil and clearly thinking about spreads and layouts and, and how to integrate type and stuff and so i do wonder like how he evolves in these different directions because this stuff clearly an ink line i i think um you know it's very sharp edges yeah but yeah it, it just feels like this is one of those comics like for it not to exist is just shocking from we live in a capitalist society. You don't think you, a publisher could sell a bunch of these? Right. Like, what's why? Why did that never come to pass? It's true. It's all about the artwork uh, in this thing. Like, if the, if the movie's anything like the the reading experience of this, probably ain't that good a flick because because it's just not fun to read. It's it's very very text heavy and it's not fun text to read. Um, it's a cold story. Like, there's not you know Star Wars spoiled us. This is just some some random yokel, you know, solving a crime or whatever in, in set in space. Like I need aliens. Like, like I just, I need too much of like a sci-fi kind of thing. Um, I'm curious where Keith pulls some of this. Yeah. Because like scanning all those issues, you know, to put this together, that's a task that takes a, quite a bit of effort. So clearly he put it in, 
but then this looks like it's kind of a low res this typography here so i wonder about like how he's assembling the cover on that but i do love that people make books you know um we've both made tons of books like it's it feels like it's such a part of indie publishing at the very least you know like almost everybody i know that has made comics at some point was self-publishing some of their own stuff somewhere along the way and now with all the tools that we have like with print on demand and things i'm fascinated by it it's amazing you know like this stuff literally didn't exist whenever i started making comics and now to see what's available i just love it yeah man like if we were to sort of classify the our years of cartoonist kayfabe like 2023 might be the year of the bootleg because like there are five or six beautiful hardcover books like on on my bookshelf that uh, are bootlegged books that people constructed using online resources comic art fans to create artist editions shots to ian chowgren for that i heard he has a second one two copies please (laughs) yeah we're looking forward to that i got manolo hernandez he just sent us uh, the jose ortiz warren uh reprints if you got yeah show show one of those things off man yeah shouts to manolo hooking it up and he hooked us up we did an episode earlier um in the year with a um lone wolf and cub artist edition that he constructed finding finding on like japanese websites the original art from auctions and things bringing that into his own process and create a book that cost him two hundred dollars to print and send to us it's really fascinating where all this stuff is we just looked at a cybernary uh comic by nick manabat and just doing a little bit of digging i found out that a bunch of fans brought all that artwork together and made a very limited edition collection uh, in print like an artist edition of his work just for those fans who uh participated in it but you can do that now yeah you know like like i've shown off my uh, jamie hewlett fireball book that uh you Absolutely. know i hand sewed that thing together so <laughs> yeah you took it these to guys the are much smarter than i am about it <laughs> but it's neat that these things can be done you know if you want that special book we see people just binding comics together so the tools are robust and i don't know as a maker and as a fan i find both of those things is very exciting yeah yeah it, absolutely man there's 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 license work that's coming out that's amazing. Like there was just the announcement for the uh, for the um, Batman Year One Artist Edition designed by Chip Kid. So like we don't have to source that stuff off of comic art fans and things because like it's being done on the highest professional level. We're making our own comics and new content is being created. And then there are these gaps, you know. Like I uh, somebody sent us I forget what they called it, but it's a thousand plus page Richard Corbin collection. I tried, I looked into having that thing printed yeah. and the biggest print on demands I could find were around like 800 pages or so, maybe 860, whatever it was, it did not cover the page count of that Richard Corbin <laughs> PDF. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like that exists and like once a publisher can, you know, get a big enough case wrap to fix it, like, like we'll make our own versions and, and have all of Richard Corbin stuff right there. But we don't need to do that because Dark Horse is yes. publishing there's, there's, in a licensed way where his family benefits. So. Uh, it is it is a Wild West component. Eventually, I think these print-on-demand guys are going to get squoze in, uh, in in some form. You're going to have to prove that you know this is your thing. Or if they see a Spider-Man, they clearly won't touch it. It is interesting because I was looking at a book that I just bought uh, through legitimate print-on-demand publishing. It was a public domain character, but it's a guy who has those issues and just as like this is a character that is basically lost to comics history it's in the public domain so it's totally legit you can buy it it's an ogden whitney book undercover girl uh, an old crime comic from the 40s you know you can sell these even through like 
legitimate channels in some cases. It's just really a, a, a unique time, I think, as, as like the fans and makers where that line, it's always been a small line in comics. At this point, like it's so blurry, that line. Yeah, totally. I got a spiral bound pre-code horror books in the other room that came through uh, the, the kayfabers. <laughs> um, I have a hand-bound Warlock 5 that uh, that people glued and bound and sent sent to us. Uh, yeah, that's one of those great series that I always think about binding because I find them in dollar bins and it's like, yeah, just binding old comics is another way you can make these kinds of books. So kind of fun with comics is uh, is one of these episodes, but very cool, the Outland book. So good job, Keith. And uh, keep the bootlegs flowing. Yes. P.O. Box 3071. Man, you got the address in the uh, description below. We just re-upped our, uh, our P.O. Box subscription. Kayfabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell so that we can notify you when fresh videos are available. Uh, Jimmy and I either have gone to Heroes Con or we're about to go to Heroes Con. Uh, look online, see what the dates are. If you're near or around Charlotte, come stop by, say hi. We're going to... Uh, come stacked to the gills with uh, all, all of our comics and, and materials. Probably 50, 60 different pieces between the both of us. Uh, we are promoting Cartoonist Kayfabe Comic Book Christmas in July, which is our initiative to grow comic readership. And the way that we're uh, opting to do that is to uh, deliver comics to those free little lending libraries in town. That could be your doubles. That could be your comp copies that you get from your own publisher if you're a cartoonist. Uh, that could be you going to the dollar bin and, and spending 20 bucks and grabbing comics to uh, to share with the world. Share good comics. Uh, expose people to uh, fresh good comics. Uh, it'll be healthy for the culture of comics and it'll you know create new readers over time. Uh, it's, a, it's a cool thing. We started it last year. We're excited to continue it. The vids are brought to you by the books that we make. Jimmy, tell the people what you got. My next release, Street Angel. Princess of Poverty will be coming out later this year from Image Comics. The Homeless Ninja on a Skateboard. This collects all of my Street Angel comics that are not in Street Angel Deadly Girl Live. Also available now from Image Comics. Get both those books. It'll make a perfect set on your shelf. Hulk Grand Design. The oversized Treasury Edition is now available. Has a fluorescent green cover. One of the best books I've ever made. Pick that up while supplies last. And The Plain Janes, the first young adult graphic novel, is back in print and available for all the young adult fans out there. You can also join me on patreon.com slash jimrug, where you can see my latest comics being uh, posted. The canaries are gleaming on the Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus cover. We just got these proofs in of uh, what, the, what the cover's going to look like with that gold foil. Uh, it is uh, a collection that's going to be out in time for the holiday. It's collecting all the Hip Hop Family Tree volumes into one handy dandy collection uh there's going to be 140 pages of extras that are not in that original uh set of hip-hop family tree comics and it isn't coming out in time for the holidays uh thank you guys so much for pre-ordering this book already i got such great feedback from the publisher and i'd like to double those uh pre-order numbers uh if if possible the but that's not the only holiday release that i'm gonna have jimmy because X-Men Grand Design is coming back to print. Uh, we're calling it the X-Men Grand Design Trilogy from Marvel Comics. Uh, standard trade paperback, so it's not going to be this treasury edition format. Uh, all the hip-hop, I mean, all the uh, X-Men Grand Design pages, about 260 pager, uh, that is going to come out in time for the holidays. Uh, please support that book as well. It's going to be... I'm Santa Claus this year for you guys, man. But the books that are currently coming out 
Red Room Crypto Killers. This is the new stuff, man. The cover to issue one is out there in the wild right now. Any day now, uh, Crypto Killers number two is going to be uh, released. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game. These are these are uh, standalone comics. There are two trade paperbacks that exist. Uh, all, all stories completely standalone. So if you see an issue, grab an issue, give it a shot. If you dig it, try another one and uh, so, so on and so forth. But uh, there are plenty of ways to support the channel. Jimmy, let the people know. You can subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe e-newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, hats, mugs, all kinds of merchandise, fanny packs, stickers, and more at our spread shop. That link is also under this video. All good ways to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. Give them those marching orders and we'll be on our way, Jimmy. Read more comics.